Oh, we're the second day of the National Religious Broadcasters Convention floor that we get to go do. And, and I always like get to see these poster children of how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And so, right, I get a, it's, it's amazing. I've got another person that God's using in front of me, Ingrid Scop, if I got that right. And it says MD, so I guess you're a medical doctor? I've been an obstetrician for 30 years. And, and so, Ingrid... What is uh, your, I guess, passion that God's given you? Well, um, I love taking care of women and their unborn children. And, um, of course, abortion is a difficult issue to discuss, but God has given me a passion for this, not only because it destroys one of my patients, but so many times I have seen it injure my other patient, the woman. I recognize this is not a, a a Christly way to treat women. There's so many better ways we can help women in crisis. And so that's what I've been talking about. Um, on the ground in Texas, I'm caring for a lot of women that have been injured by chemical abortion. And I'm trying to spread the word that this is a very dangerous method of abortion. Um, approximately 5%, um, one out of 20 women will end up in an emergency room or need an emergent surgery um, in the month after having a chemical abortion, four times as many complications as the other method, a surgical abortion. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the lady that was with Planned Parenthood, and she had that movie. I'm trying, and, yeah, Abby and Johnson, I Abby think. Abby Johnson yes. in that movie where they showed that scene where she had that, and I never had any idea there were complications like that. Yeah. But that was gruesome, what happened, what she went through. Yeah, it was what, a very vivid and I would say an accurate depiction of what some women go through. There's two medications. Mifepristone shuts off the hormonal support and kills the embryo. Um, it's followed 24 hours later by mesoprostol that essentially induces labor. And so these women, 40% describe the pain as severe. Average woman bleeds at least two weeks. Many bleed longer than a month. And unfortunately, many, ba many women will see their child. Um, that they essentially have labored to pass from their body. So it's, and, and they're doing this alone. Um, right now, the FDA has removed so much of the safeguards, so much of the supervision that it can be ordered online. It can be delivered in the mail without any medical supervision. There's no lower age limit. This could be a 12-year-old girl going through this horrible process alone. Oh, it's just unthinkable. It but is. God bless it that you are in the midst of that. And, uh, so I, how did you get involved? I'm curious. Well, I, I come from a, a, a Christian pro-life family. I'm the oldest of six children. My father's a pediatrician. So religiously and, and idealistically, I've, I've always been pro-life. But again, as an obstetrician, I just became aware over time how many women were the walking wounded after falling into um, an abortion in a time of crisis, thinking they had no other options. I've become... Um, active with crisis pregnancy centers, which do beautiful work. There's 2,700 in our country that come alongside women to provide emotional, material, financial relationship support. Um, but as chemical abortion has been increasingly promoted by the abortion industry, women are told it's safer than Tylenol, that it's natural, that they can have an abortion in the comfort of their own home. What we've seen is that it has increased, of course. Um, it's now more than half of all abortions. And with that, we're seeing more and more complications. So even though like 90% of obstetricians, I do not do abortions, yet I've had to pick up the pieces and care for many of these injured women 
And that's been the motivation for me talking about this, because the American people don't really understand the issue. And of course, it's whitewashed by the abortion industry as a great option, but it's it's only to the benefit of the abortion industry. And now in the wake of states being allowed to protect unborn life after the Dobbs decision, they're using it to circumvent state laws to get abortions to women where the states are trying to protect them from abortion. Wow. And, and so, you know, those people listening, what, what, uh, what would you recommend to them? Obviously prayer, but. Yeah. Well, I think it, it is, it is crucial that the American public become educated on the issue. Google is not pro-life. It's very hard to find good information. Um, I work at the Charlotte Lozier Institute that many people may have never heard of, but LozierInstitute.org is our website and it is full of information. We have several pages devoted to um, chemical abortion called a drug, abortiondrugfacts.com. But if people don't know the truth, then they, they, they can't resist it. They can't, um, they can't influence their neighbors and their friends and tell them what's going on. And of course, mainstream media and unfortunately, even mainstream medical organizations are not going to tell the truth about this issue. There is an ideologic bias to promote abortion. Um, but 97% of the abortions in our country are so for social and financial reasons. So we, our country really needs to have a conversation about ending human life with science tells us, I mean, science is on the pro-life side because we know that is a unique individual human life from fertilization. And within three weeks, that baby has a beating heart. So, you know, anybody who wants to pay attention and on our website, Voyage of Life goes through this whole developmental process, which is beautiful to see. But um, we need to have a discussion about is it appropriate to end human life or is it a human rights violation? to do it for reasons that are social and financial. Yeah, it's actually, you know, just unthinkable, you know, that that, that just that easy. My mother could have taken a pill but that she thought was like Tylenol and there had been no Robbie. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, you know, this, that affects all of us, right? It was a decision all that, 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 that hangs in the balance of all these children. I want to, um, tell you that the Lozier Institute, you may not know, it's spelled L-O-Z-I-E-R, because I wouldn't have known that except I'm looking at the bar here. <laughs> so it's, and, and it's LozierInstitute.org. Dot, dot uh -huh. So L-O-Z-I-E-R dot O-R-G, because again, I think that to have that website in your back pocket for, you know, you have this discussion with somebody, that, did you know, that, you know, I had no idea. I really didn't until I saw that movie that that, that 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 would be the effect of those drugs. And since that time, I was a little bit more of my awareness has been to that. But what I've seen personally, because I do lots and lots and lots of interviews in lots of different settings, mm -hmm. I, I probably interviewed at least 150 post-abortive post women. And, and there's a lot more hurt than the physical hurt. And, and a lot of times they keep the secret for years and years and years, and it becomes even a bigger issue in their lives, in the father's life. Because you you have the mother, you have the father, you have grandparents, you have all these people that are involved with this decision. And when it becomes as simple as taking a pill that you think is going to be all this, and the idea of a 12-year-old girl in that position by herself, you know, can I just tell you, 
Ingrid, that is, is unbelievably scary, right? It's heartbreaking. And, and we know that probably one in four American women, one in five American men have been affected by abortion. Like you say, that doesn't even count the siblings and the other family members who've lost a family member many times without knowing it. But also it's important to recognize recent research tells us that a quarter of the time there is blatant coercion involved. And two-thirds of women who obtain abortion say it was inconsistent with their values. So the, the euphemisms that this is a woman's choice, in many cases, they fall into an action they don't want to do feeling they have no other choice. And that's just wrong. So, I mean, fortunately, there's a lot of people talking about it. I think everybody knows that there are crisis pregnancy centers available. But the, the chemical abortion... Um, now being available over the internet, these women are ordering these pills in crisis without ever recognizing someone else could help me. And also, I would say they're much more dangerous. We're not, they're not doing ultrasounds to rule out ectopic pregnancies, which can kill women, to verify a gestational age. They're not doing labs to... Um, okay, well, let's go back for a minute because mm -hmm. uh, you use words that I'm not that familiar <laughs> An ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, I think is, that's the word you said. So like, is that like a tubular pregnancy? Right. So that's critical. Ectopic is outside of the uterus. This cannot go to a live, ba a live birth. These babies inevitably die, but many times they rupture the tube and this can lead to catastrophic internal bleeding. It's a common cause of maternal death. Right now, there's a, there's so a loss. So if you took one of these, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just okay. going to, I can see you're passionate, like, and I'm really glad about that. So if if this person had a tubular pregnancy, they didn't know because they didn't do a ultrasound, and now they took this drug. And this drug does not work on that type of a pregnancy because it exerts its effects on the uterus. These are outside of the uterus, and um, oh my goodness! And so what, what's going to happen is obviously that tube is going to rupture, and it's women gonna, will die. Right. Women will die unless something happens, unless right now there's a lawsuit going through the courts trying to hold the FDA accountable. It has politicized chemical abortion. It has refused to follow its own rules. And the American people need to be aware of this. Our, our governmental agencies need to have accountability, and the FDA needs accountability. And they, for ideologic reasons, they're allowing these dangerous drugs to be widely disseminated without any doctor involved. That's the key. Yeah, it's that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, like you said, with no, they put them on the internet, and like you said, a young child, all these things, you know, and and boy, if you saw that, what happened with Abby Johnson, you you, it's unthinkable. A poor twelve-year-old girl who's already scared to death because she doesn't know what's going on with her Bobby, and and who knows? So, it's wonderful that the Lozier Institute is obviously deep in the middle of this, and again, it's L O Z I E R institute.org and there's all sorts of resources but we all can be praying right Absolutely. And, and we all can be asking god what's my role because now that you know this information right yeah then, then god's going to put it on us to um to to use it for his kingdom because ultimately there's lives at stake and all these that that, that someday we could be in heaven together with right ingrid that's right I, i'm so glad you're spreading the word and yes prayer is it's crucial it's a spiritual battle at at its heart um, but people just need to understand what's going on. They really do. Thank you so much for what you're doing. God bless you. Thank you so much, Ingrid. I appreciate it.